Perseverance develops strength of character in us, helps us trust God more each time we use it, until finally our hope and faith are strong and steady. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire, and thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're continuing the series, Pray Through, with a look at the prayer that perseveres. Somebody once said that prayer is hard work. Well, you know, it certainly can be. There are times when we're called upon to persevere in our praying until a long-sought answer finally breaks through. Perhaps that's where you are right now. You've prayed and prayed, but the answer hasn't come. Yet, you have no sense that you're to stop. It's a matter of keeping on praying until you get that breakthrough. Well, if that's you, then grab your Bible and a pen, and let's go into part two of the message, Persevering Prayer. Those who do know their God shall be mighty and do exploits. Now, the parable of the unjust judge is really easy to understand. Jesus is contrasting this unjust judge, this, he says, I don't care about God and I don't care about people. And he's contrasting this unjust judge to our heavenly father. And his whole point is there is no contrast. If this woman can wear down a judge who could care less about her or care less about God, if this widow can wear him down where he gives her what she wants, then your father who loves you and really does care about you, will speedily answer you. And when you persevere with him, he hears and he answers. And I love this widow. She said, I'm not going to give up. You know what? I need justice, and I'm not about to walk away. I'm going to bug you until you answer me. Jesus isn't telling us to harass God. He is telling us a secret. He's saying when it comes to prayer, sometimes you've got to keep on Keep on, keep on, keeping on until a breakthrough comes. So much of Jesus' teaching on prayer has to do with perseverance. His famous words, ask, it shall be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. In the Greek language, it is ask and keep on asking. His whole message here is perseverance. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Because if you keep on asking and seeking and knocking, you will receive it, the door will open, and you will find it. There is something about perseverance in prayer. There is something about staying with it and not giving up. And the disciples, they took him at his word. You read just a cursory reading of the New Testament give you some examples. Acts 1.14. Right before Pentecost fell, before they even had the baptism in the Holy Spirit, it says they all constantly joined in prayer. And then Colossians 4.12, the Apostle Paul exhorts the new church, devote yourselves to prayer 
being watchful and thankful. Philippians 4, 5, the Lord is near. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. How many things? Everything. Present your request to God in everything. And then the warfare chapter, Ephesians 6, 18, after he goes through the whole armor of God, he tags it with a message on prayer. And he says, pray in the Spirit on some occasions. Does he say pray in the Spirit at Easter time? Does he say particularly pray at Christmas? No, he says pray in the Spirit. Say it with me on all occasions. What kinds of prayer? All kinds of prayer and requests. And be alert and always, say it with me, keep on praying for all the saints. If I put all those together, here's the way it is. Constantly devote yourselves in everything on all occasions. Keep on praying for all the saints. Jesus birthed a praying church. Not a religious church, a praying church. Not a sanctimonious church, a praying church who understood the power of prayer. No wonder they shook the Roman world and turned the world upside down. It happened by prayer. But so often we turn to God in prayer and we quit because God doesn't answer in our timetable. And believe me, you may not know it, but when you pray about something, there's a timetable in your brain already. It'll be about a week and he answers this. It'll be about a day and he'll answer this. I just know I'm not going to be dealing with this two months from now. It's going to happen by then. And when it doesn't happen, in our timetable, we say, well, God didn't hear me. And we make a mistake. What God's really saying is persevere. Persevere and trust my timetable. And don't quit. It never really does much good to quit. What are you going to quit to? Atheism? What are you going to quit to? Leaving the church? What are you going to quit to? A pity party? It doesn't do any good to quit. A teenager had decided to quit high school, saying he was just fed up with it all. His father was trying to convince him to stay with it. So he said, son, you just can't quit. All the people who are remembered in history, son, didn't quit. Abe Lincoln, he didn't quit. Thomas Edison, he didn't quit. And Douglas MacArthur, he didn't quit. And Elmo McCringle, and the son burst in. Who? Who is Elmo McCringle? And the father said, you don't remember him because he quit. <laughs> Listen, when it comes to prayer, we need to be more like a postage stamp that sticks to a thing until it gets there. Jesus is telling us something about prayer, that sometimes you've just got to stay with it no matter what you see or don't see. I believe too often we assume God's not answering the prayer and we just walk away, and it was really a matter of persevering, not God saying no. Now, sometimes He does say no. And my experience has been when He says no, it doesn't take me long to get it. God said no. But then there are other times when I pray, and I'm praying about some things right now and have been praying for a long time about some things, and the answer hasn't come yet. But there's not a witness in my heart to quit. There's not a witness in my heart that he has said no. The witness is persevere because the fire for it hasn't left me. Okay? Jesus is saying don't give up. Don't be discouraged. 
Even when it seems that God's not answering your prayer, even when it seems He's even working against your prayer, God answers prayer. God answers prayer. A great quote from author Andrew Murray. I found this. i got to read it. It's worth reading. Here's what he says about persevering in prayer. When faith has taken its stand upon God's Word and the name of Jesus and has yielded itself to the leading of the Spirit to seek only God's will and honor in its prayer, it, that being faith, need not be discouraged by delay. It knows from Scripture that the power of believing prayer is simply irresistible. Real faith can never be disappointed. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. He that comes to God must believe that He is, and He's a rewarder of those that seek Him earnestly. Faith is not moved by things it cannot see. Faith is not moved by delay. Faith is not moved by the passing of time. Faith is not moved by obstacles. Prayer warrior George Mueller talked about the greatest persevering prayer of his entire life. I couldn't believe this when I read it, but it's in his biography. Here you go. By the way, George Mueller had an orphanage in London in the 1800s. He was a contemporary of Charles Spurgeon. He had hundreds of kids he took care of every day, and not one time did he ever take up an offering, not once. He went into prayer every morning before the sun rose and prayed their needs in. And he writes this, the great point is never to give up until the answer comes. I'm going to read that again. The great point is never to give up until the answer comes. Listen to what he says. I have been praying. I'm reading this right. I have been praying 63 years and eight months for one man's conversion. How many of us would have fainted before then? He is not saved yet, but he will be. How can it be otherwise? I am praying. Now, he goes on. The biography goes on. The day came when Mueller's friend received Christ. He did indeed. But it didn't come until Mueller's coffin was being lowered into the grave at his funeral. This friend that he had prayed for for 63 years and some change went to the funeral, saw the lifeless body of his friend, going down into the tomb, thought about his godly life, fell under conviction and got saved. There at the funeral, God answers prayers of dead people. Listen, prayers go on in time. Prayers go on as a force. Prayers keep working even after we're gone. He didn't give up. Some of you have not gotten a no from God. You've gotten a wait, and then attached to that, you have gotten the word from the Lord. Persevere. Stay with it. Don't give up. Say with Jacob, I will not let go till you bless me. Now, let me give you three simple reasons to persevere in prayer today. Here they are. One, persevering prayer, I believe, accumulates in heaven. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. In John's Revelation, he describes an angel in heaven with a golden censer. This is so powerful. I'm reading right out of Revelations 8. An angel in heaven with a golden censer that came and stood at the altar, and a great quantity of incense was given to him to mix with the prayers, plural, of God's people 
to offer upon the golden altar before the throne as if they were worshipped. Your prayers are precious to God. They are stored in heaven. They are in a bowl. They are like worship to His nostrils. God is moved by accumulated... Because look what it says. The perfume of the incense mixed with prayers ascended up to God from the altar where the angel had poured them out. And the context here is this reveals that the accumulated, persistent prayers of God's people over a long period of time had finally reached a point of ripe fullness and God answered in power. If you read Revelations 8, He begins to pour out His judgments and power upon the earth. And what did it? These accumulated prayers, like wave after wave in the ocean, hitting the shore, washing up, into the presence of God until finally it was answered. The person who said, and I've heard people teach this, that if you pray more than once for something, it's not of faith, that person knew nothing about what the Bible teaches about prayer. Because real faith will keep on coming. Real faith will keep on asking and seeking and knocking. Most Americans see prayer like a microwave meal because that's the way we get everything else. I love microwaves. Kathy will say, why don't you put it in a pan? I don't want to. The microwave will give it to me quicker. But it'll taste better from the pan. I don't care. I want it quicker. So here's what we do with prayer. I give God my request. This is the way we think. I'm going to give God my request. I'm going to hit the 60-second button, and out will come my answer. And that's the way I expect God to move. Jump, God. But let me give you another way to look at prayer because sometimes God does indeed say, yes, here it is. But how about looking at your prayer like a seed that goes down into the ground, lies dormant for a while, then it puts down little roots and finally breaks up from the ground and blossoms. Some prayers are just like that, like the daily watering of a flower, a seed finally brings it bursting above the ground in beautiful display. It wasn't that way at first. You couldn't even see. It looked like nothing was happening. So the daily persistence of a praying person waters the request until it is answered. All the prayer need do is patiently water the request with persevering prayer. In other words, some of the best answers to prayer take time. They just take time. Well, how come, Jeff? I don't know. But I know they do. Andrew Murray writes again, he says, Be assured that if God waits longer than you could wish, it's only to make the blessing doubly precious. So one reason to persevere in prayer is they are accumulating. They're accumulating. And as you persevere, you're watering that request until it reaches the ripe moment when God says, Done. Now, there's a second reason to persevere, and I like this one. This one's so true. This came out of the crucible of my own experience. While preparing the answer for you, God's also preparing you for the answer. Oh, yeah. We don't think about that much. We think, oh, I just want what I want when I want it. Lord, give it to me now. And we don't realize God looks down and says, if I gave you what you're asking for right now, it would blow you apart. You would not be able to handle it. It would destroy you. It would wipe you out because you're asking for a big thing. There are things that we pray for that are absolutely within the framework of God's will. 
But if he answered it when we prayed it, we wouldn't be able to handle the answer. Trust me, it's true. How many of you have ever had a child ask you for something? Oh, sure, someday, but if I gave it to you now, it would ruin you. God does the same thing. So what does God do? While we're persevering in prayer, God prepares the answer for us, and He goes to work preparing us for the answer. He not only knows what you need, but He also knows when you need what you need. Now, here's what's going on when you have to persevere in prayer. Because there's a couple of things in my life I've been persevering for a long time now. I get discouraged sometimes. But I always remember, see, there's something going on behind the scenes that I can't see. There's all kinds of things. God is moving in ways I'm not aware of. And I know that He's working, and I don't have to see it to know that He's answering my prayer. So I've learned just to keep on persevering in prayer. And I've noticed that when you persevere in prayer, it always does three things. It develops your faith. It drives you deeper into the Word, and it hammers patience into your souls. I want patience, Lord. I want it now. God says, you know how you get patience? When you've got to wait for something, and then wait some more, and then wait some more. And the more you have to wait and the more you have to persevere, the more you trust God. It develops our faith when we persevere. Let me tell you something about the persevering going on in your life. Some of you are persevering in a relationship. You're persevering in a job. You're persevering with a prayer. And you've made the request and you're between the request and the answer. And you're having to persevere. Let me tell you something. God's hand is all over that to build the character that will enable you to handle what He's bringing into your life. Listen to what the Bible tells us, Romans 5, 3. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are good for us. Now, listen to this. They help us learn to persevere. There's that word. Now, follow me in the next verse, and let me show you what perseverance does for you and me. Watch this. Perseverance, Paul says, develops strength of character in us, helps us trust God more each time we use it, until finally our hope and faith are strong and steady Eddie. Let me show you these things. Watch this. What does perseverance do? When I am persevering in prayer, I come out on the other side with my character strengthened. My character has been strengthened. And I'm trusting God more than when I started. Because when I'm having to persevere in prayer, I'm having to remind myself He's a prayer-answering God. I know that He's hearing me every time I pray. And I know His character is trustworthy. And I know that He can't let me down. And I know He's not going to walk out on me. He's never going to fail me, never going to forsake me. And we go through all these things as we persevere in the place of prayer. And so my trust in Him grows deeper roots. And finally, my hope and faith that are the anchors of my soul come out strong and steady. I'm no longer blown around by every wind of doctrine and every trial and every offense and every little problem and every little thing. I'm not a whiner anymore. I'm a persevering prayer now. It's changed me. And I find that now that I'm done with my persevering prayer, the answer has come. 
I find that not only has the answer been made ready for me, but now I'm ready for the answer, and I can handle it. You have to persevere in prayer because you are involved in spiritual warfare. You are not battling flesh and blood. You're not battling that spouse. You're not battling that boss. You're not battling that neighbor. Listen, you're not battling human beings ultimately. Paul said, our battle is not with human beings, but it's with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And that heavenly place is the second heaven. Paul talked about the third heaven, second heaven. The first heaven is the earthly atmosphere. The second heaven is where spiritual warfare happens. The third heaven is where God dwells. And God can release and answer our way, and it runs into warfare and resistance and hindrance in the second heaven. I'm going to show you that next week through Daniel. But I want you to listen to what the Bible says. Paul said, look, he said to the Thessalonian church, I have prayed and wanted to come to you over and over again, but Satan hindered me. Warfare. He said the same thing to the Roman church two times. Now, I don't want you to be ignorant, brothers, that many times I purposed to come to you. I prayed to come to you. I longed to come to you, but I was hindered by the devil. He stopped me. There was a warfare. There was a battle. And then he says, for which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. What was the cause for which he was hindered? He said, I wanted to get to you so I could give to you a spiritual gift. I was going to lift you higher. I was going to bless you spiritually. And trying to come to you, I've been hindered. But here's what Paul knew. He understood. Delay is not denial and delay is not defeat. He said, I'm going to persevere. And he persevered in prayer. He persevered in warfare until finally the breakthrough came. So I've got a word for you today. Some of you are having to persevere because the enemy does not want you receiving what God has for you. He doesn't want you enjoying the fruits of your prayer. So he's resisting you. God sees your effort. He's heard your cry. And he's soon going to show himself to be the God of breakthrough as you persevere in prayer. Well, that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed the message and that you're encouraged to persevere in prayer until a breakthrough comes your way. And I want to thank all of our Life Talk listeners for your prayers and financial support. Life Talk is listener supported, and we depend very much on the generous and faithful gifts of our listeners. And this month, we have a very special offer for a gift of any size. Listen closely to our announcer as he tells you about this month's offer. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home. For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. So call now, toll free, 877-884-3111. Or just log on anytime, day or night to lifetalk.tv. 
Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again, or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. Join me again next time for another exciting message from our life-changing series called Pray Through. And we're going to be looking at warfare prayer. It's really going to be good, so don't miss it. Until then, may God bless you richly is my prayer. Persevering Prayers is the third message of Pastor Jeff's series, Pray Through. You can own a copy of this six CD set for just $30 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. Get your copy of today's message for just $5 or purchase the entire series Pray Through for only $30 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll free at 877-884-3111 for more information. been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast. Music.